We would like to give thanks to the person behind the theme music of the Movie Lovers Podcast, Logan Ulberg. To get in touch with him, Facebook.com. And also, if you would like to follow us, please join our fan page on Facebook, the Movie Lovers Podcast, and at Twitter, underscore films we watch. You can also subscribe us to iTunes if you look under the handle, the Movie Lovers Podcast. Now on to our review of Hunger Games Catching Fire. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Movie Lovers Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Catherine. And today we will be reviewing Francis Lawrence's The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Stay tuned while we review to this clip. You two have a very simple task. I never meant for anyone to get killed. He has to know that. What are you talking about? Who has to know what? Snow, he came to see me. He's worried about rebellion in the districts. He thinks that they don't believe our love story. You know, Candace, you should have told me that before I went out there and tried to give these people the money. I'm sorry, I didn't know what to do. Candace, what were you thinking? Please, please, just help me get through this trip. Please, just help us get through this. This trip, girl, wake up. This trip doesn't end when you get back home. You never get off this train. You two are mentors now. From now on, your job is to be a distraction so people forget what the real problems are. All right. I'm going to do a little something different for our newest review of Hunger Games Catching Fire. We're going to do a little pre-talk before we actually see the film. So, Kathy, what are your thoughts going into Hunger Games Catching Fire? Um, I'm pretty excited. This this film has been um, getting a lot of attention and so far has been doing extremely well in a box office. And I, I read a couple of online reviews, short reviews, and um, uh, a lot of fans are mentioning the fact that this film is actually almost more verbatim com- with the book than it was with the first film. And I thought the first one did pretty darn good job at, at being able to um, uh, present what the book um, entailed so it'll be really interesting in, in, in seeing how how this film comes about I'm excited I wished I kind of flipped through the book a little bit more just to jot my memory in regards to how 
the movie the book went so that I can kind of expect things in the movies um, watching it but I'm really excited so I forget did you did you read the last book the catching fire you read everything I read I read all three books um, but that was while back so I, I remember I, I kind of remember the overall uh, theme of, of the second book and I kind of remember what to expect a bit but I wish I would have just flipped through the book a bit to jog my memory of, of a little bit more of the specifics that's right because you are our literature correspondent on the movie lovers podcast uh, your take is that she usually like to read the book prior to watching the movie so with that said are your expectations pretty high for the movie it really is, actually. I mean, I love the first film. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought it was great, and um, uh, the second film, um, I've been already hearing wonderful things about it. So I'm, I'm actually really excited. And as for me, I'm pretty excited too. I haven't read the books, and really, the the source material didn't really intrigue me enough. Uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of the the, the Japanese uh, thriller. Um, Battle Royale, so the concept uh, seems similar to me, and that really excited me, but um, going in, especially at that time, it was coming off of the Twilight franchise, and I was you not... so skeptical. I was skeptical. I think I had to drag you to watch this film. But I, re- I actually made it... I, I, I was the one that told you how similar it was to Battle Ro- Royale, mm-hmm. and I told you, you're going to love this film if you like Battle Royale, you're going to love this film. And I and I liked it. I remember. The concept of it. And I, rem- I remember walking out and being pleasantly surprised. Although I did hear that um, for it, the gra- the book is a little bit more graphic in tales of of the fighting scenes with children. But I did hear that they had to kind of um, dumb that down a bit for the second film because then it would have been more of a rated R. And I think that's that's also a very important concept mm-hmm. that. I know it should be PG thirteen to to it's more for for younger audiences for teenagers and and they kind of want to to hone that group because it's really important. Um, but there's such a a, a a unique element when it comes. Nah, it's it, it's I don't want to make it sound like I'm trying to glorify the fact of of, of kids in, in in violence and whatnot, but it it does need to be able to portray the gruesomeness mm-hmm. and and how these uh, different colonies and districts. Um, actually, try to 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 um, to to gain some independence away um, from those in charge because these games is the symbolism of how they are controlled and uh, and and just children and violence don't mix and they're 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 trying to get away from this. So it's so it's it's a really impact gruesome um, 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 topic, but I hope the the movie still portrays how gruesome it is. Mm. Um, so that's my only fear. Yeah, yeah. So the the juxtaposition of having this very mature, graphic, violent adult content mixed with this kind of teenage, young adult appeal, uh, finding a balance between the two kind of excites you, I would say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. Okay, and with that said, I am, um, again, I was pleasantly surprised with the last... Uh, film and that's holding my expectations high this time around but not only that I'm also a big fan of the screenwriter uh, Michael Arnst 
Uh, he screen wrote uh, Little Miss Sunshine and went on to do more mainstream uh, movies such as Toy Story 3. Uh, for a while, he was tied to the Star Wars franchise, the new uh, franchise that is produced by Disney. So the fact that I'm a really big fan of him is also uh, uh, really bringing me to to the movie theater and not, not forcing me this time, but actually... Uh, holding my my anticipation well up high. So, with that said, I think we're going to go to the to the movies and see if our expectations are held, and uh, we'll come back and see if it did just that, and we'll come back with a more thorough review. Great. It's movie lovers podcast. All right, so. The Hunger Games Catching Fire is about Katniss Everdeen, and she returned to home safe after winning the 74th annual Hunger Games along with fellow tribute Peter Mellark. Winning means that they must turn around and leave their family and close friends, embarking on a victor's tour of the districts. Along the way, Katniss senses that a rebellion is simmering, but the capital is still very much in control as President Snow prepares the 75th annual Hunger Games, The Quarter Quell, a competition that could change Panem forever. Kathy and I just watched The Hunger Games Catching Fire. We actually went to the early showing mm-hmm. Sunday at 10 a.m. And it was marvelous because it was a crazy weekend for the movie with lines out the door mm-hmm. and apparently... On a 10 o'clock Manny showing uh, on a Sunday morning, it's pretty light. It was, we were on, what, two of four people? <laughs> yeah, it was, so it was pretty sweet. crazy empty. So I think we're looking at our new schedule for doing these podcasts. Um, so, Kathy, you kind of um, had high expectations to this film. Uh, describe what you were feeling going into the film and if your expectations were met. Yeah. um, I was pretty excited. I think everyone else's energy in regards to watching this film just kind of brushed off and and I was super excited. The first movie I absolutely loved. It was was great. And uh, so I I really did have high expectations as I mentioned before, I forgot a lot of the storyline behind the second book, but while watching the movie, it all started coming back to me. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of confused with some scenes, and I'm wondering maybe if, if the book itself did mention a few scenes that I've forgotten, so I'm going to try to uh, uh, look into that later on tonight. But uh, it was I thought it was a very well-put-together film. I thought they did a fantastic job of trying to stay along with with the with the book I think um, even for someone who hasn't read the book and I think that's where you come in you can probably understand what's going on and, and there's a good flow to the film um, compared to films like Twilight um, I think or even with Harry Potter I think there would be some discrepancies in regards to the film and the movie but I must say I'm, I'm really really proud with the fact of um, really they have met my expectations with this film yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I didn't read the source material like you did. Uh, I 
and I, not to say that I was forced into it, as we previously mentioned prior going to the movie, but um, I didn't know what to expect. It was coming off of the Twilight franchise, um, which I'm, I, I really don't like, um, and I felt like it was catering to the same group of people, same type of preteens or teens, and... Uh, the only thing that really drew me was this concept of, of kids fighting to the death. It kind of reminded me of Battle Royale, so that was the only thing that was really holding my attention up. Uh, but after watching the second one, uh, like the first one, my expectations were held very high. I, I, I must say that out of any of these new franchises that are coming out, I thoroughly enjoy this one the most and not only do I enjoy it but I'm actually excited to to see the third and fourth one since they're splitting up the two um I I thought it was a, was a fantastic movie I have two quarrels about the movie one is a nitpick the other one um I think is substantial which we'll get into um but for an overall impression I really enjoyed the film I highly suggest it Right off the bat, I'll say that. Um, I think uh, Jennifer Lawrence uh, was fantastic. I thought that Francis Lawrence did a great job in in capturing uh, the energy of, of this franchise. Um, and I really dug the, the script uh, since uh, Michael Arntz, which was another draw for me, uh, who just came off of Toy Story 3 and was on the Star Wars new film uh, that's coming up for a while at least and coming off of uh, Little Miss Sunshine which I which I thoroughly thoroughly love uh, I was excited to see his his take on on the material and I have a lot of questions for you Kathy regarding what what was unique about this film as opposed to what's stated in the book um, I'm curious as to how much, uh, how much newness came off of the script, but um, I I really liked that. I really thought the actors did a great job. I thought there were a lot of uh, heavyweight actors too that I didn't really expect going into the film. So overall, great impression. Highly suggest it. And as we get into the review, I'll I'll, I'll tell you why uh, certain things really ticked me. Um, just a few, but I'm I'm curious as to hear your opinion on it, Kathy. So, with that said, Kathy, um, how did it, how did it match the level of the book? Did, was it, was it the same for you? Did, did the movie bring anything new? Um, I, I really want to know, because I haven't read the book, or books, um, how much of the movie was unique and how much of it was verbatim off the Hunger Games book. Um, I, there were some pretty cool concepts. I think the best way to answer this is um, I think it closely related to the book, very close. Um, is it? It was pretty loyal. And I think it it was very loyal, and I I, I I'm sure that there are some differences, but. I did read the book a while back as soon as it was it was kind of made um, mainstream mainstream and um, so I I wish I would have 
kind of flip through the book a little bit more so I can answer that question precisely. But I, top of my head, I, I think they, they were very loyal to the book. I think um, there really wasn't much difference at all, in mm. fact. How much of it came off of the script? How much of it was, what was different from the script? What from what Michael Arntz uh, provided that you didn't, you didn't get from the book? I can't answer that. I'm sorry. I just okay. It's it's been a while. I, I okay, that I read this enough. book, so I really can't. Okay, and I guess we'll get into spoilers a little bit. But what what I kind of liked about the whole concept about this film is that it doesn't really cater to one specific audience. Uh, this could very much be a romantic teen flick, like the the Twilight series does. And it does have that with the romance between Liam Helmsworth's character and the PETA character. Um, you get that romance, and I think that kind of satisfies the little girl in all of us. But also, we have a very violent take, um, a very about battle and war and uh, kids killing kids and government killing kids and the the violence that government portrays on on its dictatorship and, and its uh, of its of its society. So you have these very light tones and themes that kind of juxtapose these these heavier themes. And I didn't expect that from a, a franchise like this and I really feel like the film does balance that really well uh, I really got into the movie when uh, they were in the arena when when the Hunger Games started uh, and we find out that the victors are now going to be fighting in this uh, this third quor uh, quell um, and Katniss and Peeta and all these new characters that are victors of all these dis districts are now going to be fighting with one another. And I found that that's really where the movie picked up. I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but do you? Um, I don't. I, okay. I think the, the whole basis of the second film was really to show how Cagnus's uh, character how she now became a symbolism for the districts mm -hmm. and I think that started once she was in once in the very beginning before she did her tour or as she was starting to do her tour and she went to uh, um, Rusa, Rose Rose's district I think district 11 mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, and that's when you get the first indication that these districts are rebelling against um Snow, President Snow, and, and the whole dictatorship. So I think that's the purpose of the second film a bit. I think mm -hmm. it was to solidify um, the audience's understanding that there is obviously a shakedown. The system is no longer working as it was in the past because of Cadmus, because of the fact that her and Peta both won uh, the tournament, the, the last Hunger Games. So this was to present to everyone that there is a problem, <clears throat> um, that there is this is different um, because of her, because of what she represents. This is what this is how the people are reacting to this. Mm. So 
and I, and I feel that the first film was more of an introduction, more an introduction mm. to the hierarchy of the different districts, the capital. Um, it was an introduction to what the Hunger Games were. You got firsthand of an understanding of how vicious these games could be with having children fight children and and how how serious and real it became for as us as an audience we 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 were in there in the in that arena arena with cadmus and um and i think the last film it's the end the the war this is the outcome of what had happened so i i i in my perspective i don't think it started in the arena i think the arena was there to happen it, it was you know but i think the main story of what the second movie was truly about started in the beginning when she, when they were on their tour. Mm. And what did you uh, what did you think of Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, I love her. Yeah, I am. I am absolutely like head over heels in love with her. I see. I think she is just a breath of fresh air. She thinks mm. she's really. Um, she's very raw. I think she just speaks her mind. Um, I don't think she's um, corrupted by celebrity, you know, that whole status and, and wealth and whatnot, and I hope she doesn't change, but um, I think she's an incredible actress, and I think she um, has proven to everyone that she can act beyond just being in, in, in a franchise film like this. She can do um, the Civil Lining playbook. She can um, do American Hustlers that, that are coming out, so she's very versatile, mm. and I think that's fantastic, and, and I think because of her she brings a different a different Imagine. image and element to the movie itself i think she is a reason why this film has gone so incredibly has done so incredibly well i think it's because of the movie overall the directors and all the other actors but she does play a main role of it of course she's the main character but i think her acting is just superb and um I, I love her. I do. I think she's great for the role. and um... I, I agree with you there. I think she's uh, very talented. Uh, it's funny because we saw this interview with uh, Jon Stewart of The Daily Show. And it was, it was very jokative. But at the end, he said something that rang very true. That uh, they could have simply hired someone to play Cadmus that uh, doesn't really have the chops. That could play it very straight and very one-toned uh and and that that's could be the first and last that we've seen of this particular actress but jennifer lawrence uh proves to uh to us that she could take on a very uh veggie popcorn flick like this but also have multi-layered performances and things such as the silverlings playbook and uh american hustle that's coming out and even tackle on multiple franchises like the X-Men uh, Origins franchise now. Mm. So I think that's a very strong point. I think this is definitely her movie. Uh, she definitely uh, shows it. Uh, but I have to mention this, and I'm not sure if you agree with this or not, Kathy, but um, she's a superb actress, but... I think she overacts um, being in a state of panic and a state of um, 
being terrified. Uh, there are scenes that come about like when um, Peta is uh, about to, to die from the poisons or uh, is, is hurt in somehow or when Lenny Kravitz, her designer, uh, gets mm -hmm. knocked out by, by the government goons. Uh, she has this like facial expression that is borderline hilarious and I'm not sure if it's a little over Convincing? Yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. Well, yeah, okay, fine. Well, I just like to picture myself in her position and picture okay. Peter you. Oh, and um, then you're telling me that I shouldn't react at all hysterical if you're like practically dying like in front of me. I'll remain cool and calm, collective. I think that's that's more no, convincing. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm, there's a way to portray it. I think that could be well, very first convincing. of all, I think she's an incredible actress. Yeah. And um I understand that you mean what you, what you're trying to convey, the fact that she may be overdoing it. Yeah. But honestly, she is hysterical. I'm in a sense of hysteria, you know. Oh my god, I love stop. Hysterical in the Hyster sense of hysteria. <laughs> Just <I like> that. <laughs> she is in love. Okay. She I can't even begin to put myself in her shoes and in what she's all experienced. I would go freaking mental. But what about uh, what what's Lenny Kravitz? What what's his character's name? Her, um, her designer. Uh, he uh, is. You'll, you'll find that out. Uh, he is Cinna. Cinna. So he he she reacted the same to him, which in a book know. he dies, I believe. In a book oh, he a yeah I I think. Um, I, I, I don't want to just be very sure of everything, but I am like 90% that he dies in okay. the book. I remember him dying, and I think, um, um, well, he, President Snow had to, to, to kill him, just to set an example, because what he did was he, he created a dress in, in an image of a mockingbird. I mean, how could That's you? That's true, and the government was trying to kibosh the... Uh, the revolt that might be happening or as as we find out will happen eventually mm -hmm. um other than that it's just a little nitpick but she did a phenomenal job well let's continue talking about president snow uh played by uh, donald sutherland yes donald sutherland um i thought he was fantastic and major major props to the filmmakers of this film who gave him more than enough screenshot time. Last film, I didn't get the impression that he was a villain. But this time around, it definitely felt like he was the go-to person for the film. Well, I mean, you also have to understand that in the uh, books, he does have uh, more of a presence in the second book. Because mm. he is... Um, he is what Katniss he is a person that Katniss has to convince that she's madly in love with Peta mm. um, he is trying to um, he, he's trying to squash all the the, the, re, the rebellious actions from the districts mm. so he has more of a presence in the second book mm. than he does I think in the first I think in the first you know that President Snow is behind the Hunger Games and he is uh, represent he represents the the capital and and, and the um, hierarchy mm -hmm. um, and the dictatorship of all. But I think in a second film, I do agree with you. I think you you personally start to to on on a personal level level get to know the the, the character yeah. a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I I was 
I was happy to see uh, the amount of screen time that he got, and every scene with him really counted because um, in the beginning we see that that great scene with him and Katniss. So we got this great scene with Donald Sutherland and um, Jennifer Lawrence, and they their chemistry is just awesome. It, you know, they have this great um, tension tension and competitive nature between one another and I thought it played off well I agree yeah I agree I agree I I really like him um I think he's a perfect fit for President Snow mm-hmm. um I do have a, a um I just do want I want to say something and and this is going back to what you've said previously um in regards to uh the love triangle and, and how that's um, not such a prevalent um, uh, topic mm-hmm. compared to, uh, like, let's say, Twilight. Mm. And it's interesting that you mention that because um, there was, I think, an, an article or something that I, I read quickly at a blog um, and how this one fan was complaining, saying that um, Josh um, Hutcherson, it's not really um, the character that that fan with with he, that fan didn't think that 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 Josh Hutchinson Hutcherson fit fit Peta the character in the book very well because um, she doesn't think that he, he's very attractive um, or or hot compared to uh, Lime Hemsworth um, and and that should have been a a character who should have been a little bit more um, hotter I guess so that there can actually be a prevalent like. Excellent love triangle. Point. Who who said that? Uh, I I read it. I can't. Oh, okay. I can't say. I just. It I, was just I, a quick thing what? I read on that, the internet. That thought did pass my mind. Um, I think it passed my mind when the scene when when he gave her his medallion, and he he's like, oh, like you have someone to fight for. You have a family to fight for, and you saw a picture of William Helmsworth and and her her mom and, and sister. It, it kind of crossed my mind that saying, yeah, like, Liam Helmsworth is more attractive, but I don't think that's what they were going for with the PETA character. He, he He's not about being hot or being attractive. He's more about um, uh, being kind and having a good heart and having a heart of gold as he um, is trying to protect um, Katniss. He's also trying to protect the other vic- uh Victors, right? Um, um, Woody Harrelson, his character. Uh, uh, Himmich. Uh, Himmich? Himmich. At one point, uh, Pe- uh, Peta was going to protect him and, and and take his position for the Hunger Games. So he, he's, he's seen as a protector. He's seen as just an overall nice guy. I think that's what they were trying to go for, is this guy that's sweet and soft and but also has this protecting nature, and I think he encompasses that very well. Yeah, I think I think um, I think this film has um, really did does women a fa- uh, um, a positive look towards like Cagnus is she's a female character, she's strong, she's skilled, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I I don't think that there always has to be um, a love triangle that. That involves two, you know, Brooding hot, guys. exactly hot, like, like, physically hot men. Because like I think Jacob there's and Edward. exactly, exactly. There, I think there, there needs to be more of um, 
of 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 um looking in, in depth into that character into a, 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 a man's personality and I think um, Peta is so different than Liam Hensworth uh, character um, Gail I think their two personalities in the book as well as that's portrayed in in the film and I think in the third film you start getting a, a better idea of, of Gail's character and whatnot but uh, Peta is just so his 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 life revolves around Cagnus. He's from the beginning infatuated with her. He mm. loves her and he's trying, he's always had tried to protect her and it continues to do so and it, that love is so pure and it's so obsessive. Mm. Um, whereas Gal I think has, um, also does have feelings with Cagnus but um, I, I don't think it's a perfect fate. I, he, she doesn't revolve around his life. I think he becomes um, more engrossed in the whole revolution revolutionary of the rebelliousness against uh, the capital and I think that's a, a clear differential way of, of looking of what uh, you know her as a character should she choose and what type of life should she does she want and I think that's something different and unique mm, I agree being able to decide based on morals and character and personality um, than just to the physical outcome of that other person and uh, and in the book uh uh, Peta's character is not is not you know a, a great fighter. He works at his parents' bakery. You know he bakes bread. That's him. He has other skills though, and and I think that's important to also try to to show and and you know make it known. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I agree. I agree with that. I think. Um, and I think that's right. Plus, he's cute too. Yeah, he's a cutie. <laughs> he's adorable. Yeah. Um, but in a, in a lot of ways, I I, I think it it, re, it does reflect the source material and does reflect the books, um, especially if it's a it's if it's a loyal adaptation, as it is. Um, what about what about the level of of visuals that were presented in the films? Uh, looking back now, we just saw this this morning. Nothing really struck me as as awe-aspiring nothing really stood out we had a cool little visual with um, her training and using her bow and arrow with those holograms mm -hmm. um, and there was some great action I, I really uh, like the idea of, of not just having it being uh, the kids battling one another but now the government is involved so it's another twist to, to fighting so what do you mean well now it's not just the kids battling each other now you have the government they oh could, like in the districts itself uh no in the arena oh. where you can have the government saying okay you know what let's put a poisonous haze well, that's the, that's what happened in the first film yeah but it was more about um survival uh between uh the, no, it wasn't. The yeah, government was. tend to fix it a bit. Yeah, but I, I think uh, this film it was more apparent. It was it was definitely because you have President Snow trying to maintain a, a level of image against that revolt. No, uh, well, well I mean, look at what, what obstacles that they had. They had uh, water uh, from the ocean crashing down on them, manipulated by the government. They had that poisonous haze that created all these blisters and poison uh, and toxins throughout their bodies. That was also uh, government. 
You had the baboon, uh, baboons that were attacking them. That was also a ploy from the government. So you had these calculated times where, uh, knowingly, the government or the well, in you know, the first film would, you had the uh, the bee stings, the wasp stings. You had mm. um, towards the end you had those creatures that if you looked at their face, it kind of reminded you of the person that you had killed or a person that yeah. they know of. It, That's true. And they yeah, actually, that, that was that was a way of bringing Cadiz and Peta to the center so mm-hmm. that they can battle to death with really? the other guy. I, I just recall, I, don't I recall just, it not being manipulated as much. I just think you're out. you're you're kind of seeing it in a view where in the first film it was all about the Hunger Games. It was mm. just that, and I think the actual fighting was longer it, it encompassed the entire film practically mm-hmm. yeah, the does. second film it was not the focus was really not on the game itself mm-hmm. it was on the rebellion and what are they going to do you know mm-hmm. who's fighting who so I, of course it was a big chunk of it i'm not going to lie but there was even some discrepancies you know how how the um what what's this the two the two individuals that were fighting in the games that are from different districts they were trying to protect Cagnus and Peta. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get that sense that something is going on. Even Cadmus made, you know, gave us like you know that confusing look, like what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Why are they trying to protect this type of thing? So you know something is up. Mm. So I, I I disagree with you. I do. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you made some good arguments, and it could be just I'm not I'm not recalling the first film as as clear as I did the second one. And rightfully so, because I, I do feel that this film sticks out a little bit more than the first one. Um, maybe maybe it's because the first one was just introducing everything. Um, I think so. I think that's what it is. I also like the, the new characters that we saw. Um, I, f- I forgot his name, but um, the one that was kind of... Um, he was the youngest to, to win... Uh, the oh, Hunger Games oh, back in oh, back in the past. He's the one that's helping. Um, and he's helping them. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Something know. with an F. Um, As you, when you look that up, I'm just. I, I liked his character because Finnick. Finnick. I knew it was something with an F. Um, I I liked him because he seemed very pompous and very, um, very confident in his ways and very showy, but at the same time he had this softness towards the the old woman Maggie. Who um, volunteered mm-hmm. for the younger mm-hmm. girl? Um, we all knew that she was gonna die. That she was kind of this this hurdle that they had to kind of bear with, uh, so that they can just uh, have her survive and continue on with the games. But she was old and slow, and we kind of got this impression that she was gonna not last. And it really affected his character when she did die. It was almost like this uh, mother son relationship that they had. And that was a level of depth that I, I didn't expect from his character. Um, and I also like that other girl uh, who's a little bit more edgier. Joanna. Joanna. She, she kind of reminds me of, Kat, um, of um, Katniss. Uh, but she's a little bit more vocal and a, very, a little bit more sarcastic and loud. Um, but both of them kind of have the same uh, moral uh, where they are just... They just realized that they shouldn't be in this situation. No one should be in this situation, uh, and they would rather. So she just reminded you of Cadmus because she was aggressive. 
No, I, not from, not from a, not from an aggressive female point of view. It's just that both of them felt like that the Hunger Games was a sham and that they would rather die and make a statement than I don't than know. Not deal I don't know. I I see where you go. I agree, but I think Joanna's more upset with the fact that she got sucked back into the Hunger Games when she was a victor, so she should have just lived her life till the end yeah. with all the wealth that she has and but I think Cadness I don't know. I think Cadness is more of um she 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 just I actually I'm going to shut my mouth right now cuz I don't know where I'm going with this. So maybe you're right yeah, after all. Yeah, no, she does seem a little bit more surface level where she just I just like find like Joanna is not as um as pure as Katniss, mm, Kat, she I would not that. like. For example, in the first movie, what Katniss did with with Ro, the girl, I don't think Joanna would be um, would have that humanity to be able to try to save a little girl's life. I could see that. Yeah. So I, I think in that. that level, I don't think Joanna is anywhere comparable to Katniss like that. But mm. I do see the sense of rebelliousness, and I mm. think Joanna is just upset yeah. because of it. Whereas Katniss was just overall upset because of the system in general. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree to that. I, I, I th- and I, that's a testament to the development of the characters. They, each of them have their own personalities, and I, I really, I, I compare it a lot to these other uh, fantasy type of franchises that we are seeing in Harry Potter and Twilight, and God knows what else coming forward. Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, you know. For me, especially in Twilight, I can't pinpoint uh, someone's character or their character uh, development when it comes to the different types of vampires or the different types of werewolves that we saw in that movie. But with this, and between each fighter, I do see a little bit more depth in, in this in this source material than I have in the other franchises and and I uh, and I highly respect that. I'm not the type of guy that would jump to see these movies. Um so so what I'm trying to say is that I'm very shocked and very pleased at what I saw, especially with the second film. Great. Me too. I really did enjoy it. Um and I think I mentioned this before too just thinking about the other characters that we've seen we saw Jeffrey Wright we see um, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman very surprised to see them in there uh, given their their stature and their acting chops again another level of depth in this movie we, we have Donald Sutherland Jennifer Lawrence Jeffrey Wright Philip Seymour Hoffman actors that you don't think would touch this movie with a 10-foot pole and they're actually in it, and they do a, a, a great job, especially with Philip Seymour, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Um, he usually plays this this prickish type of uh, villain or unlikable guy, and I thought he was heading that route, and he and he plays that so so well. Uh, but then he kind of turns, and he he plays this revolutionarist, and I think that character suits him so well, and mm, I'm glad to see he does. It. Him uh, play something like that. I agree. Now, with that said, we see the revolutionary uh, or the the revolt coming at the end, and 
that's that's what I think is another flaw of the movie. Um, I really did not like the ending. I thought it ended a little bit too abruptly. Um, I th- and I and I felt like it landed on a scene and a note that didn't really feel uh, as climactic as I think they were trying to go. Um, the last scene we see uh, Liam uh, Helmsworth's character explaining to Katniss, who just woke up from from um, being blown up essentially in the arena and figuring out what happened and um, he tells her that her her district her home has been torched has been bombed to death and she no longer has a home and she looks at the camera and that's it that's all we see so I, I felt like the the last statement was this means war you know like oh my god like you know they they brought to they brought to a personal level now and now it means war in the third and fourth film we're going to see a war but i felt like it just extended its stay a little too far and i didn't get that that oh my that that cliffhanger ending that i think it was going for what do you think um I'm trying to figure how I feel about the ending in general because I was, if in my point of view, I would just love maybe a five-hour film and not being separated into two films or three films and just yes. watch it in first shot. I think I would be a very happy that fan. Happen. No, never, of course not. Um, mm-hmm. I think actually, I think it stopped at a perfect position. I think, um, I think you, you're talking about the very ending and you're talking about the last two minutes of the Mm -hmm. film i see it as a fact of a little bit before that when she discovers that she is alive that she is in this hovercraft or you know airplane sort of speaks you know she's confused she learns that peta is not with her she learns that Mm. um she you know was involved in this plan but she wasn't involved. You know, mm. she was a part of it, but she was she didn't know anything about it. Her her entire world got turned upside down again because she didn't know what was going on. Peta is not with her. Question is what's what happened with him? Then all of a sudden she, you know, was stuck with a needle and, and passed out and she wakes up and she hears another disturbing news. The fact that her entire home is bombed it's nothing it's it's ash Mm -hmm. so now you get the 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 whole sense of what the hell is going on the third film obviously the rebellion it's it's on spread it's it's on it's go Mm. because not only has she been rescued i mean the hunger games probably no longer to you know if, if if you haven't read the third book i think the impression you would get is that that was the last hunger game because you have this hovercraft come down and actually take, you know, these these players of the games away. The Hunger Games haven't even finished. You know, where where is the authority of President Snow? It's no longer there because the games had stopped. All of a sudden, the rebellion is are starting, and I think it just it you get that from the last few minutes of the film, mm-hmm. and I think that is what was intended. And a third film is just the continuation of that that feeling, and you understand what's going to happen with Peta and everything else and the rebellion. Mm-hmm. But 
I think it did leave in a good note. Mm. And there's three books, right? Yes. Okay, so it's following it chronolog chronologically. Yes, it is. Okay. It is. I, you know, I, but you know, they're they're splitting the uh, last book into two films. Yeah. And <clears throat> I usually I would get extremely extremely pissed off when 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 um they do, they do this. But honestly, when I when I first learned of it, I I actually agree. I think there's so much in a third book that they can actually split it into two and i think as fans will be equally satisfied nice mm -hmm. nice well I, I'm, I'm gonna look forward to both films i really am looking forward to that i can honestly say that from a guy that doesn't really like these franchisey type of um throwaway novel type of movies why not did you like lord of the rings why do you have to section it off i feel like it's so sexist a bit you're just trying to make a statement in regards to what twilight a little bit yeah uh, of course you are why because she's a female character and there's a love triangle going no, on no oh. absolutely not okay no i was just saying it out there no, because it just it doesn't it doesn't cater to me it doesn't really but then battle royale does yeah Okay. It's not because I'm a guy or or you're a girl. No, no, and I I don't mean girls. to be general. Um, I just I'm just talking like. to you as my husband. I, this is no reflection of anyone else listening to this. Please, male or female, I have no right in saying anything. But I'm talking to you, and that's what I can say. No, so. no, uh -huh. no. Um, okay. So, anything else you want to mention about Catching Fire? No. I love the film, and I can't wait for the next one. Out of four stars? I think four stars. Really? I it's love gonna, it. It's going to be on your top ten list? Yes. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Yes, we will. I give it a 3.5. I highly recommend it, and I'm looking forward to the next film. I'm finally at peace, but if he wrong slow I'm getting up my hands and feet are weaker than before and you I folded on the bed where I rest my there's nothing I can't see Darkness becomes me But I'm already there I'm already there Wherever there is you I will be there too It's not.